0: If they continue with this direction and somewhat simulate how james gunn has been doing his trilogies i could see myself continuing to watch mcu movies until it ends you know uh, okay i think that's tough because
1: the reason why guardians work so well is because james gunn directed all three of them it was under his vision and like it's a connected close yeah. loop on his creativity yeah The problem with the other ones is that it's always a new director and they're always changing creative things and nothing's complete. That's why the other trilogies or whatever don't feel as connected. So like Thor is like a mess, it's all over. (laughs) It's like serious, serious, alright he's got comedy and then Thor 4 is like, let's not take him seriously anymore. Welcome to the Discuss and Discuss podcast. Today we will be talking about Guardians of the Galaxy. Well, <laughs> Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy. That's the spinoff. <laughs> the third. That's not what it's called. The third. Guardians of the Galaxy, the third. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Three.
1: Three. In the third installment.
0: I'm Kevin. I'm Derek. And what did you think of the movie? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So this is what the mcu should try to continue to do in terms of quality <laughs> yeah quality for sure <laughs> the, the writing was good the direction was good story was good this is, they knew that you know this being the third volume it had to it had to have a lot and i think they you know it was just really well directed really well written mm-hmm the characters are easy to follow even though there's so many which was actually like the surprising thing to me um and of course like we had the ending so i mean like it is so heartfelt
1: what'd you think of the villain
0: oh amazing villain yeah i think the high evolutionary
1: definitely i think he's like a top tier villain of all the villains we've seen so far from any solo movie right like i don't know i think shang chi's villain his dad would mm-hmm. have been pretty good. Mm-hmm. But he was like underutilized, even though yeah. he's such a good actor. Outside from that, like what other
0: good villains are there from the solo films? Um, I would say Obadiah Stane, is that his last name from Iron oh, Man One? Iron Man One. That that was the one that kicked cool. it <laughs> Yeah. Jeff Bridges. Yeah, yeah right. Jeff Bridges. He's good. And then um yeah, he's the first one that comes to mind for sure
1: and it, i mean he needed to be good because that was what kicked off the entire mcu so like yeah. iron man one had a
0: lot of stakes <laughs> it was really good right? it was a make it break it <laughs> moment and it was directed by james gunn right is it james gunn? no john favreau oh john john favreau oh, yeah happy yeah um the thing i really liked about this movie too it was a good blend of practical effects as well as cgi and we can get into that a little bit later because we've kind of harped on it a lot in the last few superhero movies i don't know like i don't know if we've harped on it on other types of movies Mm -hmm. but mainly superhero movies
1: yeah i I didn't i didn't really think about the cgi or practical effects in this one so much i think i was just more engaged on the story for example uh rocket's backstory Mm -hmm. i thought that was really well done Mm -hmm. it wasn't i like how it played a central part of um, this villain's arc actually, Mm -hmm. it it made us hate him so much. Yeah. I mean, there was a lot of stuff that were, that made me
0: feel like this movie shouldn't have been PG 13. (laughs) Yeah. It was a lot, it was darker, but this is where we wanted Marvel to go for the longest time though. Yeah. And so for them to keep the PG 13 rating and have the, you know, amount of Abuse, right? Let's just call it, you know, animal abuse. In There's, it, yeah, tons of animal abuse. It was perfect, and it's some like subtle nods to
1: like experimentation. Well, not subtle. <laughs> it was animal experimentation, but I think it was also hinting at like human experimentation too.
0: Right, right, and it was really creepy. Right, yeah. and again, it's all thanks to the fact that um, I'm gonna butcher his name so hard. Took one D. Took one D. Iniwuji. <laughs> He's really good. He's a really good actor. He had he had a lot of gravitas. Oh, yes. That that's the best word <laughs> to <Yeah>. describe <laughs> Say it one more time for the people gravitas. back. Gravitas. <laughs> <laughs> like every scene he was in, he captured it. Yeah. And playing the High Evolutionary is a daunting task because in the comics, obviously he plays a really significant role in the Guardians of the Galaxy and A lot of like other marvel characters story Mm -hmm. and the the way they had him in this like it also felt like he was grounded yeah you know like it was like he wasn't he seems like a villain that could be in the real world to me
1: yeah i think what helps a lot is that even though he's so powerful he was grounded because he was flawed like Mm he his flaw was that he couldn't accept the fact that rocket was smarter than him Mm -hmm. that rocket an experimentation made by him was capable of Mm -hmm. achieving this like new technology or experimentation of like that ingenuity that rocket had Mm -hmm. and he couldn't replicate
0: it yeah and he was just so pissed off (laughs) it's so crazy like rocket's backstory in this i love that they played off of it too um since uh, he's a fan favorite for one he is an animal and up until now, we don't know much about his background. Mm -hmm. We see little glimpses that he had, you know, stuff around his body and whatever. But again, this is the first time, like we get to see the whole story. And then my only thing is like, I don't know. It was weird. Most of the time he was only in flashbacks, right? Yeah. So it wasn't him specifically.
1: It was about him, but like the real, the current version of him was
0: hospitalized. Exactly. Yeah. Like for majority of the movie and again, didn't mind it. Right. Cause we got his whole backstory. So
1: what was cool is that I'm glad that they didn't wait the entire film to bring him back because he returns in the third act. As mm-hmm. They revive him mm-hmm. <laughs> or successfully remove that chip. And then we do get some rocket action. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't just wake up and we spend the whole movie. The only time we get him is the flashbacks. Yeah. So
0: thankfully good stuff mm-hmm. um so going back on to uh when i mentioned like the the really good balance of practical effects and cgi i love that you said that you know like, you didn't really pay attention to it because it didn't stand out mm-hmm. you know to me the reason why i was looking into it is because we were so critical of it in like let's say ant-man or in um dc movies right yeah, shazam. shazam this was like the first movie where you felt everything like the set was real and stuff like that. You can tell it was just like really nice for everywhere that they went. And again, it just, wasn't overplayed and just, just straight CGI. Yeah. At the yeah.
1: Chris Pratt body
0: double. Yeah. 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 That was, that weighed 30 pounds, but yeah. looked like he weighed a yeah, lot. A lot. It, it was hefty or yeah. it looked hefty, but that was really cool too. Yeah. So like it just added to the movie. So that's what I'm saying. Like, um i love that each Guardian's the galaxy movie just looks better and better you know it doesn't go backwards like to be quite honest thor right mm-hmm. so we got like you know thor one who cares about thor 2 <laughs> <laughs> thor 3 took it to another level and then thor 4 to me took it back a little bit because there's too much cgi
1: yeah the thor 2 sucks in in a lot of ways but <laughs> it sucks that they underutilize the that elf yes that was supposed to be like really powerful and it was a really good actor too really good actor could have been high evolutionary status
0: it was the same thing for ronin right like ronin oh yeah Ronan was a wasted villain because he was only one dimensional i think that's the problem like both of them were one dimensional thor 2 though was just a bad movie in general <laughs> mm-hmm. and then you know garland's galaxy one just kicked off the whole franchise for them and then two was really good, obviously. And then three is just deep and better. Yeah. They did it. They did it with this trilogy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think this trilogy would be, or this third one would be my favorite of the three.
0: Absolutely. That's I how it should be.
1: Yeah. I didn't really like two that much. I didn't, the moment they go to like ego, I, I just don't care anymore. Oh, really? I think they just spent too much time there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I and then
1: the... Pac-Man battle at the end where they're kind of godly, <laughs> godly fight thing. I thought it was okay. It, I didn't like it.
0: Really? I liked it. I liked it a lot. The only criticism I have from 2 to 3 is that the endings felt kind of similar in that we see a person flow off into space. And I think that's probably what they're playing off of because we're like, oh no, Peter Quill is going to die. Spoilers. <laughs> oh. <laughs> My bad if you didn't watch it. But yeah, Peter Quill is going to die in the same way that you know yondu did oh yeah and yeah. then we get you know adam warlock coming in to save him whatever um I, that was, and really that was weird. actually kind of weird i thought he would like die for sure because pretty yeah, sure he should have <laughs> in real time i think he would have died <laughs> yeah. and maybe that's just playing like they, they probably wanted to show that he still has his god power mm-hmm. you know whatever that was he got from ego uh his i forget what it is but um he's a, he's like He's half part celestial God. yes yeah. there we go yeah he's half celestial
1: yeah and then when he killed his father apparently he didn't have it anymore
0: oh is that right
1: yeah if i remember right because mm. then his don't dad me. but i don't know if it's still in his dna then cool but honestly like that part of the story overall for like peter Quill doesn't really matter mm. to be mm. honest like we don't like Peter Quill because of his godly powers.
0: Yeah, it's because he's human.
1: Yeah, it's because he's human, and like he comes off as like an idiot, but he's actually really smart. <laughs> right, he's kind of like MacGyver, but
0: he's, uh, but with game planning. He's he's uh, what's that one spinoff? Uh, it's MacGruber. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's MacGruber. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. What'd you think of the tease of
1: seeing several of the characters almost dying, like the part where? They're trying. They're invading
0: that place, mm-hmm. and Drax looks like he's gonna die. Mm-hmm. If we were to be honest, same thing, right? Like they probably should have died. Yeah, yeah. not thing <laughs> that I want them to. Like not like I, saying I want them to. Like we did in Ant Man or in Shazam, mm-hmm. they should have died because practicality wise, <laughs> like I, yeah, you got fucked up. These guys, all, like they shouldn't have hesitated, right? Yeah. In real life, they wouldn't have hesitated to kill these people i think that's just the reality but i
1: just think that it was pushing it so far to the point where it it would have made sense for drax to die but it wasn't just Drax either it was also like mantis and mm-hmm. then um nebula running back and they were just getting smoked yeah with all those guns and it's like dude I, I was hoping that they would die not that i want to but i think it would just increase the dramatic moment mm-hmm. and then peter realizes that he's like it, it just hits that uh self-doubt that he had where everyone he loves just dies Mm -hmm. so that's why he's putting himself in so much danger because he's trying to save rocket but then in in his uh pursuit to save rocket he fails to save his actual team too Uh, but then like nebula dying and then Drax dying mantis dying too in that security facility like that would be it would have been a much different movie.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, in my head, I probably would have emotionally broken down because <laughs> I, you can't watch the rest of the movie without thinking of that. <laughs> the whole team. Well,
1: I don't think all of them should have died, but right. definitely Mantis was injured, and then Nebula injured, like her arm gets shot off or something like that. But Drax being shot so many times,
0: it made sense for him to die. I mean, he's also very um, like tenacious. You know what I mean? Like his physical fortitude allows him to be shot that many times so i think that makes sense but mm-hmm. what should have what what would have elevated it for me is just him being severely injured mm-hmm. or in you know in your case like anyone else being just severe yeah, just injured. yeah kind of the same boat as rocket right like we see their mortality come into play a lot more where it's like okay well here's the consequence of us doing all this crazy shit right like now we're finally injured and they're too old for this right like that's kind of the other thing like to add into it you know
1: yeah i like them being severely injured um if i think it just heightens our fear of our of our characters dying so like if we're afraid of them dying then it, it just makes us more attached to them and then it might even hit the ending harder to why they want to go separate yeah. separate
0: ways. yeah um what did you think of all the cameos in that scene
1: cameos of nathan fillion
0: nathan fillion and then we have obviously Gunn, james gunn's wife and his wife who's also in um, peacemaker, peacemaker yeah and the dc universe now mm-hmm. right and the girl that peter quill flirts with is also in peacemaker really yeah I'm, I'm forgetting her name but and who she plays but she does make a cameo um in something cool let me see
1: i only noticed his wife i didn't notice the Assistant lady.
0: Yeah. That's why she was kind of she had a lot of FaceTime. And oh. I think it's so that people like they really put in your face to be like, hey, here's this person that you should recognize, but because the makeup is so good, you don't. And also like that alien lady, hot. <laughs> <laughs> that's why Peter
1: Peter Quill was dropping his riz, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah. And it was working. And then it turns out he was just using her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Daniela male choir yeah yeah hmm. yeah so oh she played a uh, uh, rat king's daughter she's the rat lady
1: oh I mean. for suicide squad yes for okay. Suicide squad. okay yeah the makeup's really good yeah it i mean she's pink so like
0: it hides a lot of features mm-hmm. so i thought all the camos in this movie were so good not too you know worn out and just enough to be like oh well yeah, I, I just like would. Nathan Fillion. He he got a lot more screen time. Yeah,
1: he, and does he did really a lot do. of jokes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know, I I have I
0: know the same guy. <laughs> yeah, I hate this guy. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really good. Yeah, overall, the amount of comedy really plays into um, the Guardians and Galaxy theme too. Mm-hmm. I love that they continue. it. It's just like again, the right amount of comedy and seriousness.
1: What do you think of the dynamic between? All the characters because it seemed like they were bickering a lot more in this mm-hmm. like they were just highly frustrated all the time
0: yeah i really enjoyed it the only thing i didn't like it might be controversial i don't know let's see but peter trying to win back Nebu- or sorry gamora the whole time like i found that boring I, yeah i was annoyed
1: of that too mainly because we don't really <laughs> is- it just didn't work for me
0: yeah so there was something about it that maybe okay maybe it's because he's clingy right Like he has that very like clingy thing and then we have the moment where um gmore i don't remember what she says but she's like oh yeah but like what do you you know why don't you just um fall in love with nebula oh
1: yeah she's like all of that just sounds more like her why don't you yeah. just date her or something
0: and like then that. he's like he's like oh you know in and his age, probably like should i they teased it a little so i think that's why they're like maybe he's just lonely or something like that right mm-hmm. um and he wanted to be more around I and i think they did the ending really well where he wanted just to be around maybe just humans yeah you know he was ty- kind of tired of just <laughs> <you> know, aliens <laughs> <laughs> maybe i don't know yeah, i don't know this is kind of weird but yeah him and Gormora was like weird it was just trying too hard but everyone else the bickering I really enjoyed because it led to a very satisfying ending. I think what it helped with is making them feel like a family because then mm-hmm. they're
1: arguing a lot. So That's it, a good point. it's because it's almost as if they are siblings or whatever. And they're just always upset with each other. Mm-hmm. It's like they care and will fight for each other, but they they have to argue all the time because they're annoyed. Mm-hmm. Like I like the part where when they're on that other planet, the second earth or whatever, mm-hmm. and then they're trying to get into the car <laughs> and, everyone yeah. and everyone's like trying to open the door, but then Peter Quill's like, unlock it on the on the side. There's a button on the side. And then he just getting so frustrated to the point where he's like, open the fucking door.
0: <laughs> Cause now he was like, what do I do? <laughs> yeah. And like those small moments we forget like, yeah, Peter Quill also has never driven a car before. Yeah. So when he tries to drive off and the car like stalls or whatever and they break no,
1: yeah,
0: the car. <laughs> yeah. I really enjoyed that moment. Yeah. The whole scene was really good and like to have like the peop like the animal people too, speak a different language but we can understand their body language that's how well you know like a, sh- a scene is shot mm-hmm. so that's and like acting. what i enjoyed yes and acting yeah, yeah mm-hmm. of course
1: <laughs> well the the comedy is really well done too because it's not forced like how we noticed in ant-man where they're trying to throw in these like jokes and stuff but it wasn't really working Mm -hmm. Whereas in this one, it's relationship based, so it's like the moment of frustration where Quill finally says says the f word. Yeah, it's like we're both shocked, but also in agreement that like we would feel the same way and want to say the same way, Mm -hmm. same thing. Mm -hmm. We might not say it, we may say it. It just depends on like you know how you feel about the curse word and family dynamics, whatever. But for a movie, when he said that, I was like, damn, they were able to
0: squeeze that word in. But I realized that tg-13 films allow one, one, yeah, one curse word <laughs> and one really bad one which I, I, everyone always choose you know fuck yeah so yeah i might as well go from there but that, it, in that case in that moment yeah. it, worked, it, it worked. worked uh did you like will poulter as adam warlock and did you like adam warlock in general as a character both <laughs> nice. yeah, i did too
1: i like the part so i like how he is one-dimensional right now but it makes sense because one we have way too many characters so if you make someone that's one dimensional now and focus on him later then it works because we don't have time to learn about um adam warlock right now we're dealing with rocket's backstory we're dealing with pills or peter quills (laughs) Pills, peter quills relationship and then nebula going showing that she really cares about rocket and then well the whole team yeah the whole team and then uh drax and nebula struggling to deal with their um belonging. Mm -hmm. Well, mostly Mantis, but like Drax was kind of weird too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It was really nice to see Mantis kind of be the glue to everything Mm -hmm. because she's so airheaded, but she is really in tune obviously with everyone's emotions. And she can tell that, you know, Peter Quill is very distant and stuff like that. So they're like, she's trying to (laughs) bring Drax into the fold to talk to him and stuff. I like, that was a really nice scene to see. And then like all uh, I mentioned like their ending to their stories was really satisfying since you know, Mantis went her own way, um, communing with those giant things, <laughs> those, yeah, slug <laughs> thingies, and the slug thingies, and then Drax becoming a dad. Oh yeah, I was like, oh my God, like yeah, I forgot that he lost his whole family, and he's just, yeah, his one thing is that he was meant to be a father. It's like, oh, fuck, yeah, dude, Like that, that
1: works. <laughs> yeah, there's a good uh, button on everything, you know, tying everything together yeah. before they separate.
0: And then Rocket, right, taking over the Guardians of the Galaxy since him and Peter would always argue and who's the leader. Yeah. That's also really good. Now we have like a new Guardians of the Galaxy that I'm sure we'll see in Secret War or whatever. Are you, you know, sure? I don't know. Do you want to? Yeah, I don't mind it because I think what they're going to do is just cameo. They're not going to be like a a focal point. Okay. Yeah. I'm fine with a cameo.
1: I don't really want to see the Guardians. I mean, I think this is a good ending. Like Mm -hmm. the other thing to think about too, is like all of the actors are done. Like Mm -hmm. they don't, they don't want to come back. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: I saw an article the other day where um, Elizabeth Olsen, the one that plays Mm -hmm. Wanda or Scarlet Witch, she was like, new actors should only sign like a one contract with MCU. Mm. because you have more power and ability to control the trajectory of your career rather than signing on to like a 10 year thing. Yeah. Cause her regret is that she missed out on so many like opportunities, Yeah, opportunities,
0: which you see her taking now, like you see, yeah. she's in back to back like movies essentially or series. And it's cool to see people branch off too. I know she probably has one or two more MCU movies. Does she? I think so. Dude, that kind of sucks. Oh, I guess she died. Huh? I feel like she might creep up, but Then no one really dies. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is why our solution in a previous episode, I think kind of solves this like refreshing, I guess, of characters because they want to keep the same actor. And that's what brings them back. Modern day now is again, like doing a short and then a brand new arc with brand new people, brand new characters. Yeah. For the most part, you know, like you can have a Captain America in a different arc. Yep. Just make it a different actor and, like, their own rendition. Like, how we get, like, different Jokers, different Batmans. Like, the MCU could do that and do it really well, in my opinion.
1: Maybe. Yeah. You're just giving Disney more ideas to milk. And <laughs> do it. And then we could talk about them all. <laughs> I guess. But back to the Will Poulter as Adam Warlock. He's pretty good.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't find him one-dimensional. You know, like, they did have a bit of an arc for him in the end. True. It's... I mean, they already
1: explained everything where he was born a little too early. Right. So, he's not adult, like fully fledged Adam Warlock. But Adam Warlock is freaking OP. So, like... He's so strong. He can actually take on Thanos when he's, like, fully... Um, what is it? I don't know. In the chamber, like, grown, yeah. like fully grown.
0: Yeah. and uh, Fully evolved, I think yeah. is the word. Evolved. He... I think he, Will Poulter played him perfectly. Yeah. Because he's supposed to be an adolescent-minded individual even though he's a fully grown powered god essentially and I love that they gave him an animal to show like his more human side yeah and then he starts learning to care for certain things and then in the end (laughs) you see him do that group hug yeah (laughs) it's like like, uh,
1: (laughs) it's like what what do
0: I do I'm just gonna copy what they're doing and now he's part of the Guardians of the Galaxy so
1: yeah well he's just learning to be everything Mm. like uh, compassionate like a full human being actually yeah. because his mom was just telling him about, like what to do yeah so i mean they killed off the mom i guess that's kind of a consequence
0: it definitely yeah for sure and you could see like that's where the change in character is you know and stuff like that um yeah it, it's a really good character
1: <laughs> yeah it kind of sucks that we lost her already without i mean it's the final guardians of the galaxy so you have to And everything, but that's a good actress and it sucks that we didn't get more time with her before like
0: killing her off. But yeah, I don't mind it too much. I, in my opinion, she played her part really well. Yeah, she did. To be the almost like verbally abusive mother, but she's again, they're all another experimentation under the high evolutionary. Yeah. So that's why they view him as a God. So she's going to listen to whatever he's going to say and then you know consequence 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 (laughs) like so it's really good Mm -hmm. yeah i think she did it good
1: yeah it i guess yeah overall it's good like it just sucks that mcu is still just like underutilizing their good actors that's all
0: Mm -hmm. it's more cameo or like to get that like face in and they're like oh hey this person's in here (laughs) you know did you notice that there was no mention of
1: kang in this film Yes. (laughs)
0: Yes. <laughs> like zero, even in the end. Yeah. So again, that's why I feel like if they do face Kang, it's in a cameo where like, Oh, we're calling all the Avengers. And then here's this new group of guardians of the galaxy. to help them. That's it. Yeah. It's not going to be like, Oh, we're going to focus on them now. Cause I don't think Bradley Cooper is going to do too much more of rocket raccoon either, even though it's nah. relatively easy for him. But I think that's all it's going to be.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's cool that they didn't mention Kang at all. Cause it's not needed. High evolutionary was already b- big enough, bad enough. And we don't need anybody else to kind of distract away from this villain. You know, like, it's like, oh, high evolutionary is scary, but what about Kang? He's like, no, nah. mm-hmm. so I'm glad that Kang didn't show up at all.
0: Yeah. So we'll see in the future ones. Uh, what it, did you actually like that? You know, each gardens galaxy volume, whatever it has like a musical theme to it.
1: Oh, did yeah, you enjoy yeah.
0: it? This one? Yeah. It was eighties, right? Or it was like early nineties or something.
1: I think, well, it was nineties leading into the two thousands. Mm-hmm. So it ends with two thousands. Right, right. So he, I think James Gunn jam packed this one with more songs. Mm. I don't know if you noticed.
0: No. See, the funny thing is like, I, I knew about it and they mm-hmm. tried to play into it. Um, but for some reason I, it was so packed with story and character development that I forgot about the music in the end.
1: Probably the only one you recognize is Dog Days.
0: Yeah, Dog I mean, Days there's probably. a few I, I recognize Dog in there, but...
1: I mean, it was cool. Like, he injected a lot of music in here. So, like, when they're on their mission or whatever, it was a lot of back-to-back songs. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dang, this is almost like a musical, but not really, you know? Yeah. So, I don't know, it was cool. I like this selection more than Volume 2. Probably because we grew up with the 90s. <laughs> yeah, but... The 90s nice music. I just think Volume 2 wasn't that strong of a film. Like I would watch the first guardians over again if I wanted uh, and wouldn't like hate it, I would be against volume
0: two, volume three. I would watch again. Mm, yeah, I could see that. I, I, I enjoyed all of them. It, like I mentioned, it went from good to great to just hit it out of the park, you know, okay. in my opinion, like almost a perfect superhero trilogy. Mm-hmm. Cause I can't even, I can't think of one better. Then to be quite honest, like the Batman, you know, the Christopher Nolan one, mm-hmm. even then, I think this one tops that by just a little bit because really? the third Batman, Batman Rises, it had, it gave us a lot of really good meme moments <laughs> and <laughs> it was really epic in a Christopher Nolan way, Well, but there's still something to me that fell like, true. Well, actually, compared to this, compared to this. The circumstances
1: are really different though, because right. we lost Heath Ledger. And so we have no telling of what would happen in the third movie if Heath was still alive. Because I think I think that would just turn the Dark Knight Rises into something way different. Right, right. And if Heath killed it in, you know, the Dark Knight, what was he gonna do in the third movie, you know? Like I don't know. I think Christopher Nolan did a good job ending that trilogy, so it's it's good overall. Of course, it could have been better, but Dark Knight Rises had to live up to Dark Knight, and that's like how do you live up to Heath Ledger's performance? You know, right.
0: and taking it for va- face value, that's what I meant. You know, like mm. I, I, of course, I would love to see a third uh, with Heath Ledger, but given like that trilogy just compared to this one, that's what I mean by just like going from good to great to just knocking it out. You know, for me, the the Christopher Nolan ones just went from good to great to another great movie. So there's nothing wrong with the trilogy. And again, this, like the Guardians trilogy itself just notched it by a little bit to me. I think Guardians is more fun,
1: I think. More fun, lighthearted. And you don't, like, you can have a good time and then you'll get hit with the feels with a little bit. Dark Knight is like serious tone and then it's a good film or a good trilogy. Mm -hmm. You're like, oh, that was really good. Yeah. Overall, both of them good trilogies. I mean, Volume Two does take a step down for me, but as like a whole, like a bundle, then I think it's all good.
0: Yeah. Do you think it's better than the Iron Man trilogy or Captain America trilogy? Yeah. Although not,
1: probably not Captain America. Yeah. Captain America, each movie is like a step up from the from the previous, but only because they had to change Captain America to something more like or tactical. Mm -hmm. You know. Because not a lot of people liked the first film, the first Avenger, and then when it got to Winter Soldier, it just like changed the game. Everyone started to love Chris Evans as Captain America, yeah, because
0: he was just like a badass.
1: What sucks is that Captain America didn't get a true trilogy. It wasn't about him.
0: Yeah, the the last one was Civil War, which definitely should have been like a whole arc in itself, like at least a three movie arc, maybe two, you know, like but same I, I would agree with that like captain america like if you ever watched the first one it's really good yeah like to you know play into that era and bring captain america to the modern day perfect it's just yeah like i think what they were missing from the
1: second movie is that heartfelt tone of the first one of the first avenger where he was will he was like just so full of honor and like trying to be this good this stereotypical hero you know but then they were like all right, here's the reality. The government's actually really shitty.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> surprise, surprise. And then
0: uh, Buck's alive. Yeah. And then it changed the tone for Captain America a little bit. So I don't know. But we also got some of the best action scenes in The Winter Soldier. That's yeah. when they really brought in like, you know, like excellent fight choreography and focus on the action pieces. So that's what made that movie to me a really good movie.
1: Yeah. You just like it for the action. Like same. It's. But story-wise, I don't think it compares to Guardians no. or Dark Knight. I would agree. And same with Iron Man. Iron Man's not that good overall. Like, I like the third film because it was really fun. Yeah. And he had, like, a cool, um, what is it, Mach 42 or something like that, where you can... I thought that was cool. But two and three, it was just kind of just, like, it's RDJ's performance that you're, like, yeah, and Iron Man's so cool.
0: Yeah. And then, again, two sucked. So, yeah. <laughs> that was, like, a Thor two for me, but... Is there anything that you would change in the third Guardians of the Galaxy that, I don't know, like you found was like not great so that you would change to make it even better? Um, I don't know how to make it better per se. Especially if this is James Gunn's vision
1: and James Gunn, he doesn't really have projects that tank that hard. Like they're rewatchable films. Absolutely. And I think I like that mentality of his because he's like every time I watch a movie, I always rewatch it on TV. And I was like, Oh yeah, that makes sense. So like, he's not creating a film to be like the biggest blockbuster to be the biggest action flick or whatever he's building like an overall good movie that way people can return to it and, and have a good time watching it. So I don't know, outside of like what we talked about earlier where just have more dire consequences, but then it'll be a different film. It'd be more dramatic and sad. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah I, I, like, more than it already is but yeah it's
1: it's already morbid in in this film so i think not killing the the main cast is good
0: yeah oh my gosh when they killed off uh the otter and everything because otters are my favorite animal <laughs> that fucking destroyed me dude and you know i don't again i told you i don't cry off in movies i didn't cry in this time but i knew i should have <laughs> <laughs> That, that I, was like, I was like, I was like, I need to cry, but it's not was like, coming out because that doesn't really help your case. <laughs> but it's still so good. Well, you can be sad without
1: crying. I think, yeah, yeah. That I think people just empathize with animals, so it's kind of like yeah. a cheap shot to the heart. <laughs> a cheap shot to the heart. It, it, I mean, it is like it's a lot of animal torture. Oh no, doggy! <laughs> He's barking like crazy. Yeesh. Hopefully, that was <laughs> oh, <it's> not bad. <laughs> He's still going. He's still going.
0: I wonder what he sees. Probably a jogger in the backyard. You can see joggers.
1: Yeah, they're like a mile away though. Sure. So it doesn't even...
0: Mm. Oh, here's a good question for you. So you mentioned that sometimes the end credits is just a way to get the actor back, them knowing. Yeah. Do you think it was really, in this case, since the end credit, you know, again, another spoiler, it's not that big. But Peter Quill comes back, sees his grandfather, and then we get a thing saying like... Oh, Star-Lord will be back for whatever. Yeah, this is just Disney trying to like swindle
1: another movie or Marvel. I don't know who's in charge. <laughs> <laughs> All the above. But I I know like if you, let's say you d- signed on to a team and you're like, I signed on to the team because I really like my manager. This is kind of like what happened. They, this team really likes James Gunn. So like now that James Gunn is on to DC This is the conclusion to the Guardians. There's no reason for them to come back. And James Gunn didn't tell them like, hey, we're going to make another movie. Like, no, he didn't say that. He was like, this is the ending. And he, and we know it's the ending because he like closed the loop on all of his characters already. So I think the only way they return is if James Gunn comes back. Like, I'm pretty sure that all the actors are done because they're tired of the MCU. Yeah,
0: Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, it's just so surprising to see that star lord will be back when you know like you know chris pratt doesn't look like he wants to play star lord anymore either i mean it's kind of like what you said in the ant-man
1: one where paul rudd just looks really they tired. just look tired i don't think paul rudd <laughs> wants to come back either he's like oh man i wish my character died, died i mean 1v1 Kane, and walk away alive come on yeah he Gosh. just died she died a hero and then and then let Cassie take on the new yeah. Ant-Man thing since yeah. they're pushing so hard to, you know, Agreed. make her the lead or whatever.
0: <sighs> you know, overall though, if they continue with this direction, somewhat simulate how James Gunn has been doing his trilogies, I could see myself continuing to watch MCU movies until it ends, you know? Uh, okay, I think that's tough because
1: the reason why Guardians works so well is because James Gunn directed all three of them. It was under his vision and like, it's a connected closed yeah. loop on his creativity. Yeah. The problem with the other ones is that it's always a new director Yeah. and they're always changing creative things and nothing's complete. That's why the other trilogies or whatever don't feel as connected. So like Thor is like a mess. It's all, over. <laughs> Yeah. it's like serious, serious. All right. He's got comedy. And then Thor four is like, let's not take him
0: seriously anymore. <laughs> Thor four was supposed to be a four-hour movie so like first off why right mm-hmm. if you if you build a movie on that premise where it's going to be a long movie there's going to be a ton of things into it you know it has to get cut down every every single movie that's ever been that long always gets cut down so i blame it a little bit on taiga right so a little bit on him and then of course on the studio because there's so many changes that they had to do afterwards too like even the, in the beginning scene where um oh, I'm forgetting his name. Uh Christian Bale's character. Gore. Gore. Like the way he was supposed to get his powers was like completely different. Yeah. It, Stuff like that. Like it was just Just imagine
1: being Christian. the editor in the room. Be like, oh man, I four hours of footage and yeah. supposed to make this movie in two hours. Yeah. Like that sucks because then now yeah, for sure. We got what we got because the editor was like yo you cut out
0: two and a half hours or you had to cut out an hour and a half and then oh no, guess what we hours. have to reshoot everything yeah,
1: yeah. two hours because i think it was only two hours yeah so like right. it's like you have to fight the studios for that extra 30 minutes or an hour <laughs> yeah <laughs> so i don't know i mean the next movie is what secret invasion or um oh did you see the the trailer for the marvels or uh, yeah you... yeah they had the did trailer you like the
0: Marvel. trailer <laughs> ah it feels so off like it it feels it feels almost out of place i could see it actually being really good though so okay we feel very strongly about brie larson in a certain (laughs) way i think she's just i don't know it's difficult to like like her but i do like that she is captain marvel like she plays a really good captain marvel i think the the characters in the marvels is really good too like kamala khan like, I really like her, even though I didn't watch the series. I just know she's a good character. And the actor for her is, like, perfect. Yeah, I like the actor for that character. As well. What okay. about, uh, what is it? Is that the girl? Uh, She's also technically know. Captain Marvel, but... <clears throat>
1: They're all Marvels. <laughs> Hence, Marvels. <laughs> or, uh... The Marvels. Far- nah, are...
0: The Marvels. I will say, like... Is it just the Marvels? Brie Larson looks pretty good in it. Like, she really, like, you know... I don't know what like slims down or whatever bulked up bulked up no, yes. I, gonna, I don't know I, don't, I
1: mean Brie Larson's a good uh, actor so like yeah. I think what failed the first film is just bad writing and yeah. then and then Brie Larson took the hit of all of it <laughs> yeah so I hope it's better I, I do think it'll be good hopefully yeah because <laughs> then well okay what did you think it'd be between Ant-Man and the Guardians or
0: better than the Guardians for the marvels yeah the marvels dude no way there's no way it's gonna be better than uh, the Guardians. so okay i have a feeling it'll be slightly better than ant-man oh just slightly if it's
1: only slightly better than ant-man then it's not that good
0: yes that's what i'm saying (laughs) but but it'll be better like more watchable because i i don't think i would go back to ant-man 2. i'm not going back i would watch ant-man 1 for sure ant-man 3 3, yeah ant-man 3 uh is just it's a mess there's something about it. <laughs> we talked about it in the last episode. You could rewatch that one, but yeah, I do think the Marvel, the Marvels, could be slightly better than that. All right, how about Secret Invasion? That I have zero insight into. Like I haven't watched a lot of the shows because, like, after I don't Loki, think you need to watch the shows for, for uh, Secret Invasion. Yeah, like, but the thing is, like, we don't know much about it and who's going to be in it. Or what the storyline technically is? We know Nick Fury. Yes, that's about it. Yeah, <laughs> and it has to do with oh, scrolls. Oh wait, Colby
1: Colby Schmolder.
0: Colby Schmolder. Schmolder's Robin Sparks. Uh, other than that, it's just like, yeah, all right, maybe yeah, I'll watch I, it. I think it'll be in between Ant
1: Man and Guardians
0: as well. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Anything else? Yeah, I guess that's it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Thanks for joining us on the Discuss and Discuss podcast. That is it for Guardians Volume 3. I've been Kevin. I've been Derek
0: and you finally hit it out of the park. Hit it out of the park. (laughs) Instead of the intro, unlike the intro. All right. Like, subscribe, follow us for
1: more content. Share with your friends.
0: Bye. Bye.